This is What The Flux. I'm Justin. And I'm Tash, and it's Monday the 1st of August. Tash, welcome to What The Flux. Great to have you on the podcast. We've been big fans of your Instagram, your TikTok, where you share all things about your financial journey and money. So great to have you on the pod. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Listen to this one. YouTube has created a new tool that turns existing YouTube videos into shorts in seconds. And obviously, the main aim behind it is to better compete with TikTok. Tash, is the whole world just becoming TikTok replicas right now? I think so, especially with all the Instagram stuff happening at the moment. The next one, Westpac and Commonwealth Bank will soon allow their customers to track personal carbon emissions via their banking app. Interesting. Yeah, not sure if this is going to be amazing or very scary. (laughs) Well, Tasha, we've got three green stories today. Let's do it. For our first, F45, the Aussie-born fitness chain, has just announced some pretty disastrous financial results, and now they're cutting around 45% of their workforce. That's huge. What's happening here? So, as we all know, F45, they're the Aussie-born cult workout class that pretty much everyone's tried, and they pioneered a certain type of 45-minute high-intensity class. Cult definitely is an accurate description here. (laughs) They were launched in 2013. By March 2020, they had 1,866 studios across 69 countries. And Tash, they had some pretty big investors as well. Marky Mark Wahlberg, he was a massive investor, and they listed on the New York Stock Exchange around 12 months ago. But the news isn't good now. They originally forecast Mm -hmm. a revenue of of 255 to 275 million for 2022. But now, all of a sudden, F45 saying it expects revenue to be just half of that previous forecast you just mentioned. And F45 has announced that 110 employees will lose their jobs. No surprises here, Tash. Their shares plummeted 60% on the news. What's the key learning? Every company on the path to profitability faces an ongoing decision. Do we get there by dialing up our revenue or do we get there by driving down our costs? Because when it comes to profit, these are the only only two levers that can be pulled. Tash, you'd know very well, kind of like a personal budget with income and expenses. Yes, definitely. For many companies, F45 included, the bluntest tool is reducing costs. Yeah. So normally that's things like slashing equipment costs or negotiating with suppliers or even rethinking the marketing budget. Ooh, not the marketing budget. But sadly, (laughs) F45 is cutting 45% of the company's workforce. So I guess we won't see them all popping up on every corner anymore. Yeah. Maybe the cult is officially over. Yeah, it will be very interesting. For our second story, Amazon has just released its second quarter results and they aren't as bad as the analysts were expecting. So naturally, share price jumps 14%. Of course it did. What happened here? Okay, so in Amazon's latest results, they lost a casual $2 billion US dollars in just this quarter. But the funny part is analysts were actually expecting a lot worse. Just a casual $2 billion. Their <laughs> shares actually spiked on this kind of good earnings news. So Tash, what performed well? Ad sales were higher. Amazon Web Services was up. 33% from last year. And what didn't perform as well? Amazon's online store sales declined more than twice as much as analysts expected. And Tash, it's the second quarterly loss in a row for Amazon and one of their slowest growth periods in history. That's huge. But luckily for Amazon, it has so many income streams to diversify its revenue. So what is the key learning here? Investors diversify investments to reduce exposure to any one particular asset. Diversification reduces risk on a particular asset or in Amazon's case, a particular revenue stream. Amazon is actually a single business with several multi-billion dollar businesses within it. Kind of like Apple is the same as well. You've got the AirPods, you've got Apple TV. You've got Apple Music. Are they all different? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that diversification means these companies don't have to rely on a single revenue stream for their success. So when Amazon's online store sales decline, it thankfully has other revenue streams to prop it up. The big question, Tash, is when does this become too big that they can't do anything well anymore? Can we say hopefully soon? Is that bad? (laughs) For our 
third and final story. Spotify has not missed a beat with its results after its <laughs> revenue and its users surpassed pretty much everyone's expectations. So what happened here? Bit of background on Spotify. Now we know it's founded in Sweden back in 2006 and pretty much revolutionized the whole music and piracy industry by turning music into a subscription service. And Spotify continues to grow despite everything happening in the tech industry. Yeah, it beats <laughs> estimates for both its total users and its total revenue. The stock is up at least 13%. So how has it managed to do this? Well, they've gone hard on all things audio. They're podcasting, their audio books. It now has 4.4 million podcasts. That's a lot of podcasts. Yeah, it is. It looks like they're not falling victim to the subscription fatigue at all. So what's the key learning here? Subscription fatigue is when customers get tired of paying for too many subscriptions over time. And unless the subscription platform keeps innovating, customers mm-hmm. will fall away. And we've seen this recently. Remember Netflix? They've lost more than a million subscribers. How is Spotify any different? Well, they've been coming up with some pretty new and innovative things. You've got their focus on podcasts. And features like wrapped and blended playlists. And now they want to make audiobooks the third pillar of their business. This one will be interesting. So basically, Spotify is teaching us that the secret to subscription success is to never stop evolving or taking over other platforms. (laughs) Poor Audible. Tash, great to have you on the pod. I've said this a few times, but Brett is not coming back to this gig. So where can the Flux fam find you? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am called Tash Invest on Instagram and TikTok, so you can come hang out there. But this has been great. Thank you. Hopefully we'll see you on the pod again soon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.